Who is fighting for our financial education? Hey, Cash Kids, and welcome back to Episode 7, Season 2 of the Cash Kid Podcast. Whether you're listening from Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Cash Kid Podcast website, or wherever you like to listen from, we're glad you are here. Our focus this season continues to be on building super financial literacy skills. And today, we have a special guest who works every day to do just that for kids across the entire state of Alabama. There are organizations across the U.S. who are seeking funding and fighting for legislative measures to be taken to make financial education an educational requirement because of the impact it can have on our economy. You don't want to miss out on what she has to say. The Cash Kid Podcast is underway. So, you got some cash, maybe from an allowance, or that money your grandma gave you for your seventh birthday. Here you go, sweetie. Woohoo! Thanks, Grandma! Whatever it is, what are you gonna do with it? Spend it, hide it away, or maybe invest it? Let's start learning how to make that money grow. Time to learn how to be a cash kid. Who is advocating for us kids to have better financial education at a younger age? How can real-world events impact our investments? And why should we understand that? At what age can kids start learning about the stock market? Joining me today is Mrs. Wanda McAbee, who is Executive Director of the Alabama Council on Economic Education. Mrs. McAbee is a little like me. She was introduced to the stock market game, which we discussed in Season 1, Episode 8. This game ignited her passion to have more financial education provided for not just her students, but the entire state of Alabama. And that's what she works to do now. Advocate for more financial education programs and requirements to set up students for greater financial success. Welcome, and first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, uh, thank you so much for this invitation. I think that I want to start by saying that I love learning. Okay. I've loved learning my whole life. I spent uh, over 47 years as a, either a classroom teacher or an administrator in public schools in Alabama. And now it is my distinct honor to continue serving in the area of education as the executive director of the Alabama Council on Economic Education. My journey began in stock market game being used in my classroom. It just sort of ignited a passion in me. So um, I, I'm just excited uh, to continue this learning process. So what does the Alabama Council on Economic Education do? Okay, well, we are a nonprofit organization, and uh, our purpose and mission is to provide economic and financial education uh, in Alabama by providing professional development and curriculum resources to teachers throughout the state at no cost to them. And then through this work that we do with teachers, we have the opportunity to impact students. So that's our mission, working with teachers to help them equip their students to have a a better financial future and an understanding of the decision-making process to become good, informed citizens in our society. Yeah, um... Why was an organization like this formed, and how does it help support schools? Okay, so uh, this organization 
was founded in 1969. And we're very thankful for the group of individuals that saw a need in the state of Alabama to have um, another way that students and teachers could be impacted. We keep up with our data on a two-year time frame. And so over the past two years, we've impacted over 179,000 students, and we uh, have had an um, involvement with teachers or students in over 70% of the school systems in Alabama. So our goal is to make it 100%. We, you know, we want every school system, uh, public and private, involved. So what impact do you feel these programs have had on school systems in our state? We are continuing to offer a variety of programs. I mentioned that we do professional development for teachers. Um, a lot of teachers were like me when I first started stock market game. I had no investment background. In fact, if you said the word economics, I probably would roll my eyes and say, oh, how boring is that? I don't want to do that. But stock market game, as a teacher, I became totally engaged and I realized that I had missed out on 15 years of compound interest. Oh my gosh. So I learned that myself. And so through that impact on me personally, it, it gave me this passion to continue to do this with the council. So the teachers that I work with, when you ask about the impact, they generally, even today, tell me the same thing because they don't have the background uh, coming up in schools that um, gave them and equipped them with this investment education knowledge and financial education knowledge. So, so that's our goal. We want to reach out to all those teachers and help them um, help their students be more successful. Yeah. So how important is financial literacy and learning economic skills? So we could talk about that for a long, long time. How important is it? Well, in terms of life skills, Stock market game, I know this is how you became involved in it, but stock market game is the perfect example of finding a way to help students see the real world connections. So on your portfolio, when you're playing stock market game and a stock goes up or down, sometimes you know, you've done research about that stock, but a lot of times it doesn't matter how much research you've done, what's going on in world events will cause it to go up or down, whether there's um, a famine or whether there's a pandemic or whether there's a war or whether there's a presidential election. And so we see those real world connections. So it's very important that students gain the knowledge and are equipped with the skills to look at situations, to make decisions, to see those real world connections, because that is what's going to impact them in their future as adults and being productive uh, members of society. So we think that that's, that's one of the, the biggest reasons is just, it helps not just in the financial future, but just learning how to make those um, informed uh, decision-making skills. Economics is life. Um, when you stop and you think about the decisions that you make, everything that you make, comes back to economics. It comes back to scarcity. Scarcity is the driving force for everything. We can't have everything we want. We have to make decisions and we have to learn how to make informed decisions. But knowledge is power. 
So programs like Stock Market Game, and we have several other programs that we offer uh, throughout the state. Those are designed to help students learn to see decisions, make decisions, make informed decisions, and see how that impacts their life. Yeah. So do you feel there's been a rise in demand for education like this? And why? Um, in 2014 in Alabama, uh, there was a push for making a financial education uh, course a required part of the graduation in the state of Alabama. At that time in 2014, only five states required a graduation uh, course in financial education to be part of the curriculum. Only five states. Now, uh, I just looked up these numbers today. There are 30 states that now have that as a graduation requirement. And I think that shows the importance that people are now seeing throughout the states and through advocacy groups and seeing that it's just it helps better everyone when we have that kind of knowledge. So can you tell us about any initiatives that you are working on or goals of the Alabama Council on Economic Education? Uh, yes, uh, we continue to um have goals to implement all of our programs. In addition to stock market game, we offer uh, Invest Right, which is um, an essay competition that's part of stock market game that's optional for students to participate in. We love academic competitions. We think that um, we're a competitive society and it, students get more involved when there's a, a competition and we give really good prizes too. But we also offer the economics challenge and the personal finance challenge for students in grades six through 12. And those are online competitions. Everything we do is at no cost to the teachers or the students. So we have these two online competitions where students uh, form teams and they take online tests and the top teams at the high school level are invited to a state championship. Those state champions then represent Alabama in the national competition and I'm very pleased to report that at the national competition this past year, we had a second place in the nation from Alabama in the personal finance challenge. So I'm really excited about that. And then we have another competition, um, Rockonomics. And in Rockonomics, students take a song that they like and they rewrite the lyrics and uh, do their own video. And the lyrics uh, have to do with uh, economics and personal finance. And we have some really, really cute, clever things that our students have submitted. And that's for grades uh, 4 through 12. So we know that there are a lot of different ways that our students in Alabama can show their abilities and can show how smart they are and how creative they are. Is there anything we haven't asked you that you would like to share with our audience? Well, one thing uh, I do just want to point out. Um, it's never too early, okay? Because I get this question asked several times from teachers. They'll say, oh, well, ninth grade, sometimes our ninth grade, that, that concept might be too hard or whatever. And, and I, I have a different view of that. I think it is never too early to start learning about financial education. The, the national standards for learning about stocks, the benchmark is at fourth grade, okay? It's never too early. We have programs that we offer for our elementary teachers that help them weave financial education into their curriculum starting in kindergarten. So it's never too early 
we that's just something I really want to emphasize. Uh, and if we have teachers or parents or anyone that's listening um, to this podcast, uh, we just encourage you to reach out to us. Uh, you can go to our website, econalabama.org, and we have uh, many, many resources and we have ways that we can connect you. I want to just emphasize again how important it is to make this uh, a requirement in the home and in the schools and, and keep this emphasis going. And, and your efforts, let me commend you, your efforts and what you're doing is helping to um, get this message across and ultimately will help to empower your peers to have a more successful financial future. So congratulations to you. Thank you, Mrs. McAbee, for all you are doing to fight for our generation's financial success. This episode was a little longer than most. But whether you are a fellow cash kid, parent, teacher, educator, or grandparent listening, I felt it worthy to hear it's never too early. If there's not enough education options in your schools, get involved and seek to have more added. Cash Kids, we have more terms, discussions, and skills to learn. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode. If you have a question, please reach out to me at cashkidpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll answer it in a future episode. You can also reach out via our website at cashkidpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, and wherever you're listening from, leave a review. We need your help reaching a larger audience and building the financial skills of the next generation. Cash Kid, out. The information presented represents the views and opinions of the guest. This podcast does not intend to provide personal investment advice. This content has been made for informational and educational purposes only. To make a full and informed investment decision, we advise you to speak with a financial advisor. And for kids, definitely your parents first before investing. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.